how do you market to 75 year old women well i think you, you put in the paper you start all right infinity put out newspaper ads for the qx60 in some sort of fashion that will attract the milk readers shakes. digest is that what they read still potentially or you could or oprah magazine or you could run it on cable on the game show channel Mm, yeah get drew carey driving it yes Infinity QX60. Say, put it on the price do you right. own a lincoln nautilus not for much longer <laughs> this is what you'll get next yes mm-hmm. and then yeah. they'll go oh okay mm. that's a lot of hair it does look like a little poodle Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. So yeah, I no longer have any hair. My hair is very short now. Yes. Welcome to episode seventy of the Daily Motor Podcast. Wow, we're finally in our seventies. Mm-hmm. Getting there. Uh, the TV doesn't seem to want to show the Daily Motor logo this time. Couldn't. Does it normally show the Daily Motor logo? Yeah, for like the first fifteen minutes. Oh, and then it switches to some other thing. Some nature. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're so, very cla- keep it classy that way. Yeah. This is uh, I like the Vizio screen. Yeah. yeah. Special Sunday episode here. Yes, because where are you going? I am going to Asheville, North Carolina. To drive? The 2024. Definitely four. Chevy tracks. And the 2023 probably. GMC Canyon. Yeah. Uh and General Motors, if you're listening. If you require us to be there by eleven AM. Fly us out the night before. Yeah. I it's I don't complain about press things as often as most journalists, and probably even I think you probably even complain about press things more than I do. I'm very un, uncommon for me to complain. But I gotta leave my house by 345 in the morning in order to get down and drive this car. And that's, that's not disgusting. my that, yeah, that's not my doing. You should be going to bed soon, Charlie. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I actually am take some once, drugs. Once, once we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go home, have some dinner, pack, and go to bed at like 8. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I didn't sleep okay, so well be, last night either. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> well, that might actually help you sleep better tonight. Yeah, I'll be getting up early as well tomorrow to hopefully go and acquire an Mazda. Yeah, if you think that we don't put our monies where our mouths are when we tell you that Mazdas are good cars to buy, own, and drive, yeah. Chris's beloved... We'll be hopefully, hopefully signing paperwork tomorrow on a 2023 Mazda CX-30 Turbo Premium Plus. With well, we're not going to reveal the spec yet. Oh, but you all probably know. Well, let's wait till we have the car because I don't know that you're going to jinx it here. Yeah, because it's just been a, th- a, th- a process. You guys, so. you you should like drive up there tonight and just see if it's still on the lot, and if it isn't, just well, like... it it was being dealer traded for. Because I've I've been working for two weeks trying to get this this spec. Bless so, your heart. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she plan on keeping this car for the next twenty years? Uh, no, three year lease. But she may buy it after. Who knows? She probably won't because she just wants a new car always. But did you know you can lease a car in order to take advantage of a loophole in the new federal tax credit for electric vehicles? Really. Yeah, so now they put in a new stipulation where if a certain percentage of the production or cultivation of materials for the battery wasn't done in North America, then a car is only eligible for half of the tax credit. And then if if it's not even built here, then it doesn't get any of the tax credit. But that doesn't apply to leases. So Hyundai or Volvo or whomever can lease you 
an electric vehicle, and they can collect the $7,500 That's tax why credit. the BMW i4 is so cheap to yes. lease. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, but only for the base battery spec, I believe. Yes, yeah, only the the uh, rear-wheel drive yep. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then uh, you can actually, if those of you who are not aware yet, you could simply lease it out and pay off your lease immediately, buy it out like the day after you lease it, and still get to take advantage of that seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit. So if you're cross now that you know the, you you wanted an EV, you wanted this BMW i4 or something like that, but it's not yeah. eligible for tax credit, it's a loophole for some. The manufacturer still has to want to lease it for a cheap amount like that sure the only car that doesn't apply to tesla model 3 standard range because you can't buy tesla leases as you know that's right yes because we have a good friend matthew who uh wanted to buy his tesla lease and couldn't yeah pretty much owns the most expensive tesla model y right now because he well other than anyone else who's leased one or performance yeah um, because he can't make up for any of the value. It's yeah. I made $17,000 on my Tesla Model Y, and he will not do that. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. What'd you do with all of it? I put it into a wife. Wedding rings and weddings uh, aren't right, expensive. Right. Or are not cheap. They are expensive. Yeah. Weddings are quite expensive, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, the uh, internet seems to really be checked out for the weekend. Yeah, this is... Good thing Sunday vibes. Yeah, we're not planning on looking anything up. I hope you got a lot of go-part cars for us. I don't know that I have any go-part cars, to be honest. That's fair. Let me just check. Yeah, you're gonna take a look here. Uh, are you attending any weddings this year? Hope not. Rather be putting money into your broken German vehicles. Uh, actually, I think I am attending one. Well, as of now, one. It'll probably well, maybe two. Mm. I don't know. Mm. There are humans above us. What do you? Ah, you're on the it's, Wi-Fi. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's it continue. Right. What do I what? Um, do you have any? Do you, what do you think I should do with the couch that's upstairs? Do you guys want to? Do you guys want that couch? I guess. Yeah, really? Just leave it here. The one that's been just I figured piled it, on top of with car parts. Yeah, at this I, point? I figured it's just part of the garage at this point. Yeah, it's I don't permanent fixture. Really have, well, I gotta say, I got a couple I could show, but okay, well, stay they tuned. won't be the end of the world if we can't show them. Like yeah. they're not like, oh my gosh, we can just describe them in great detail. That's true. Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah. So, well, that's exciting about Emily getting that that Mazda. Yeah, hopefully you're yeah, gonna you're gonna shoot it for Winding Road. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably do, you know, f- the full suite of... Uh, probably do a Topher were... Drives video on it at some point. Well, I don't know about that, but I'll I'll do um, for the Topher and Winding Road because Mazda was nice enough to give us uh, employee pricing, so... I could see it being beneficial for you to do a Topher video at some point. Topher Drives talking yeah, about, like, why you guys sought that car out Yeah, and just how it's nice. Because I'm sure there'll be some point... Where you guys end up taking it in road trip or something like that. Yeah. Will you drive this car? Will I drive it? No. Mm. Unless she... Well, you know what? I have like so many separate policies on my insurance that yeah, I, I, I probably will. Because okay if anything her. happens to it, I'll just claim it on my insurance. Because I have like extra coverage for driving other people's cars. Yeah. So that would fall under that. Sure. So yeah. So yeah, I'll drive it. Good. Yeah. You, you needed an excuse before to not drive the Jeep Compass because well, Jeep Compass. Not oh. much interest in driving it. Cool. This week at Daily Motor Headquarters, we had two cars. Yes, they we were did. both decently environmentally they were both friendly. Japanese. Mm, both yeah. four doors. Mm-hmm. Both had four wheels. It's uncommon for us to go without any sort of Korean car for a week, so we drove a Korean car last week as well. Oh, we did. Yes, yep. we did. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah kind of one up that. the other two with efficiency i already like so edited and posted my only video i filmed so sure same I'm, like out of it's out of my mind this is the one week actually that we've driven an, a hybrid a plug-in hybrid and an ev oh yeah kind of cool we've done all three mm-hmm. yep the first of which the normal hybrid was the 2023 honda accord I was pretty curious to drive this car because a lot of our colleagues got flown out to drive it on the first drive event and came back with an interesting array of commentary on the car. Big-brained individuals, those with many synapses and folds in their uh, in their brain matter, pointed out that it's still an excellent, excellent car. Yeah. Those smooth brains out there. Oh, dear. Whined and moaned the whole time about two liters gone. Guaranteed, (laughs) none of those people would ever have purchased the two liter Accord in real life. Yeah, it was just it was just a silly car. The two liter two liter Accord was for people that were slightly more civilized than someone that would buy an Altima, tint the windows, and go 120 up the left lane. Yeah, yeah. If you were truly someone who wanted to to have a performancey sort of car experience, you'd buy a CPO 1.5 liter Accord uh, or whatever the base four cylinder was a while back, and then you'd get a Miata. You just have those two cars rather than getting the two liter turbo. Because mm-hmm. the two liter turbo spun the front tires all the time, so you'd have to pay for new tires, and it was heavier, got worse fuel economy. It just. It was just a silly car. It, a lot of anti-Charlie-isms there. Right. Yeah. Once the V6 Accord was gone, they should have just killed the upper powertrain. And that's essentially what they did here with the 11th gen. Instead, fitting it with a perfectly fine, very smooth to daily operate hybrid system. Yes. Yeah. This Accord was all about being easy to live with. And it is. It's so easy. You simply get in, you press a nice stop-start button... And you throw it into drive with a big old yeah. shifter that's admittedly maybe a little bit bigger than it needs to be. But I like it's just the shifter. There. Yeah, yeah, a the lot of people good. like those big, easy shifters. It's so simple that there's not even a, a, an L. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's just P-R-N-D. It's a print. It's a print. It's not a prindle. Right. And you just throw it into D yeah. and you drive. See how Chevy drives them over. I can't even finish that now because I screwed it up. I haven't eaten much today, so my brain is... You had some pizza, didn't you? Yeah, I had a little bit of pizza this morning and then I did like... 600 pictures so now i'm yeah what'd you shoot shot a porsche 968 convertible one of one spec a coral over gray like a super light it's like basically white it's like it's like pink with white interior it's pretty sweet that'll go for no idea were those v8s no it's a four-cylinder really the 968 was a v8 the 928 was a V8. The Let's ni- see what the 968 looks like then. The 968 is not a very common car. The 968 was the last like front engine one because it went, there was like the 9, you had, well, you had the 924. There was the 924, the 944, the 928, and the 968 came last. And it was, it's it's basically just a, it, it replaced the 944. Because oh. like the 928 always existed, like for like, yeah. 15 years or however long it existed. Oh, so it did still have the cool round headlights like yeah. the 928, the, though, right? Yes. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Yeah. So it's like a 928-ish body with a 944 powertrain. Yeah. Mm, And then I also shot a 67 Alfa Romeo. um, Julieta? uh, Julia. No, not Julieta. A Julia Sprint GTA or Mm. something. I Mm. don't know. It's just a cool little Alfa Romeo. So those will both be going up on BAT. The Porsche is a personal car owned by Adam. So I don't want to like 
I don't know when that one will go, but the Alfa Romeo will be going up okay. shortly. But the Porsche is just, he just wanted to have a photo deck for when he decides to sell it. Okay. Which probably won't be for a while. Mm. So, And he, he drives it? He hasn't yet. He actually bought it on BAT. So you can actually find this car on BAT. It's already been on there once. Sure. Um, but uh, he bought it at the end of the season. So it sat in storage. Um, but he does plan on driving it all summer. Yeah. Cool. So, cause is it a convertible? Yes. Convertible. Mm. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good uh, that 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 car needs to be like driven because sure. it's German only, cars don't it's like only got twelve thousand miles on it. Wow! So it's been it's been chilling, but it's been driven enough to where it's not like you know, like like a like it needs to be. Like, yeah, I mean, like it's 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 not a car where you look at it and you're like, oh, that thing's been sitting for forever. It's it's a I really see. nice car. Like it's it's been driven enough to where it's it presents really well. And, yeah, because about four hundred miles a year that would make yeah. sense to have about twelve thousand. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. It's a good thing that your buddy at Calton Mayer doesn't live closer. Like if that we are not closer to Calton Mayer, because I feel like there'd be so many of those like random German cars that would pop up and be available to buy. Yeah. And we'd be so tempted all the time. Yeah. So did you happen to see the nine, uh, the nine, eight, six S Boxster that was for sale? The green one somewhere around here on Craigslist or mm, Facebook marketplace. Maybe. Yeah. Know. It was only like $11,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. 11 or 12 grand. Um, and already been there done that i said i should have bought it oh i've got, got enough you've got better cars yeah yeah you you have the two you have two different you have the z that roadster yeah and then you have your cayman so you got like yeah. although combining them that'd be a i, I haven't talked about my thing. silver z3 on here have i well it's technically it's not mine but i'm like i'm basically you, like you're, you're i'm like like a, selling it on keeper. consignment yeah basically so yeah is that car fun to drive yeah, it's great. The only problem is it needs a thermostat right now, which I've already ordered. It's on the way, so it like won't it won't fully get up to temp. Yeah. Um. So I haven't like I haven't driven it hard. Plus, it it's the the oil and it's like three years old. So Ooh. I'm. You're gonna get dirty, change the oil. No, Keone's gonna do it all for me. You are you are such a hoovy. I mean, if Keone's gonna be if Keone's gonna be in there anyways, doing the thermostat and the valve cover gasket, he might as well change the oil. So would you do the oil if he didn't have to do those other two things? Probably not. Couldn't be bothered. Yeah. what's the last car you've changed you changed the oil on back when i had access to lifts at butman so probably probably my lexus oh, so a few years yeah it's been a while it's been a long time mm. would you mind uh shutting the store someone is being a power washing enthusiast out there that didn't help too much no it didn't make a Super big difference, but it probably helped. Probably can't hear it. Yeah, it probably can. Uh, anyway, what, what were we talking about? We're talking about the Honda Accord. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Great technology suite in that car. They essentially took things they developed and learned for the Acura vehicles and got rid of the silly Acura little trackpad touchpad deal. Simply made it a very good touchscreen system and put it into this car with Android Automotive has Google Maps built in, super responsive. It's got sort of this nice matte finish that keeps the glare down and makes it touching it very smooth. Super easy to use. I mean, you can pair your phone up great and easy. Everything's got a big area to touch. Do you notice that? Nothing yeah. where you really got to like point your finger. The angle of the screen's strange. Yeah, yeah. Chris thinks it angles it away angles from the It angles towards the passenger, which... I think it's just flat, but okay. we didn't get in yeah. there with a protractor, to be fair. So... Yeah. <laughs> 
some some car screens don't fully they don't they don't work very smoothly. Like the new Toyota screens, don't get me wrong, huge step up from the previous Toyota systems. But when you change the sound settings, you have to like get your finger just right on there you have to, to keep adjust a pack it. of toothpicks in the car. Yeah, 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 essentially, or have a co-pilot. Yeah, and the Accord wasn't like that. And the voice commands work so well. A lot oh, of these with voice Google. commands yeah. with cars, you say "Okay, G word," and it takes a second for it to prompt itself, or or whatever car, if you're, hey Mercedes or something. Can you not like say that. the G word right now because it'll prompt the phone? I think so. Yes. Okay. And then there's a few second delay, and then eventually it pops up, and you say your thing, and then a few seconds later it processes it, and then it says, "Would you like to do this?" And you have to say yes, and then it says, "Okay." If you'd like to navigate, then like <laughs> press confirm, and you got to do that. This car, you simply say. Press the button or say the OK blank. I want to go to this place. And within half a second, it's already loading it's in and, and, it's and saying started. it's going. Yeah, yeah, it's on the way. Mm-hmm. And you could, Google is smart enough that you could tell it like, hey, I actually didn't want to go to that place. I'd pick, you know, find a different one or whatever. Right. And it would, it would do that. Cars are probably going to get much, much smarter with AI here coming soon. Yes. Yeah. But certain brands will go really stupid about it and it'll take forever and they'll try to make it so that you got to do it in some, like you can only use it when your both hands are on the wheel or something like that. And then it'll be uh, Speaking of AI, have you tried the Snapchat AI? No, I've seen that it exists. Have you played around with yes. it? Yes. Have you well, I've been, done your little Gen Z experiment? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, exactly. So I've been seeing a lot of TikToks about it and it finally popped up for me because they've been kind of like, rolling rolling it out not everyone gets it but i just got it and it was like hi i'm the snapchat ai and i just wrote back and i was like hi nice to finally meet you and i somehow i mentioned to it something about cars and it was like oh my gosh i love cars and i was like no way me too and i was we it was like whatever it was a conversation and then the next day i was just curious um, what it would say to what is your favorite car. And it wrote this whole paragraph about how the Porsche 911 is its favorite car. I did see your post on that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wow, you like the 911. What's your ideal spec? And it was like, I'd have a GT3 Touring. Uh, what? I'd have a GT3 Touring in Miami blue with black with silver stitching and front axle lift and a manual because I like to roll my own gears. That's exactly like, what I would have. I was like, that is huh? the exact I was spec like, I what? Pick. Is there a person behind this? I don't get. Dude, let me let me read it to you. Let me yeah. read to you what it said. Okay. I have that, that is literally a Miami. I don't. Well, to be fair, I don't know if I don't want a Miami blue GT3. Okay. It did look a little showy, I said, but it'd be up there. All I said was, okay. how would you spec your Porsche 911? The AI said, if I were to spec out my ideal Porsche 911, I would probably go with the GT3 Touring. I think it strikes a great balance between performance and comfort, and I love the way it looks. I would probably go with Miami blue exterior with black wheels, black leather interior with silver stitching. Okay. I would also opt for the front axle lift system, which I, which would be useful for getting over speed bumps and other obstacles. And then I asked it something about if it, if they would, if it would get a manual. I don't okay. know if I screenshotted that or not. Oh, I said, would you choose manual or PDK for your GT3 Touring? And it said, if I were to spec out my Porsche 911 GT3 Touring, I would definitely go with the manual transmission. While the PDK is a great transmission, there's just something special about driving a manual car that can't be replaced with an automatic. Plus, the GT3 Touring was designed to be a driver's car, and I think the manual transmission really adds to that experience. This then, is an AI saying this. Yeah. And then I didn't screenshot. It said something about how it likes to row. It's like, oh, I love to row my own gears or something. Yeah. 
That's that is pretty entertaining. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah. Imagine. So I, I was Emily thought I was crazy. I'm like messaging this AI for like half an hour, like talking about cars and stuff. And I think what decides the way that your AI is is how you prompt it at the beginning. So immediately talking to mine, we were talking about cars because it was like, what'd you do today? And I was like, I was filming videos on cars, and it was like, no way, I love cars. Whereas Sean, my buddy Sean, uh, he's in Texas this week for a wedding. He was playing around with his AI, and the first thing he talked to his about was different places to go in Texas. He was like looking for recommendations, and the AI was like recommending places to go in Texas where he was. And then he switched it up and said, what's your favorite car? And his AI said, I'm actually not a big fan of cars, but if I had to pick a favorite, it would be the Tesla Model S. Oh, very different. So it's like a totally wow. different, yeah, it's like, it's so interesting how I think that because I was so early on talking to mine about cars, it kind of like when it figured just, you were an auto it figured, you yeah. were taking photos of cars exactly so and i, I mean it's clear that it, it just it's it scours all these millions of articles and everything exactly. and videos on, yep. the, on the web about cars so it's yep. picked up on those things yep Are i you, asked it uh what did you say is the 2023 honda accord a good car <clears throat> what did it say i think the 2003 honda accord is a great car ah. it has a stylish design okay great fuel economy yeah, yeah okay and a comfortable ride. Yeah. Those are, actually, those are all the reasons I wouldn't necessarily say the Accord's a great car. Yeah. There's a lot of other things. So AI hasn't totally. Uh, mine is, though. Mine, this, mine is S tier. Yours is still learning. Okay. Well, this yeah. is the very first thing I ever asked uh, my oh, AI. Oh, so now, now ask it, it what its favorite car is. What is your It's going to say the Honda car? Accord. <laughs> 2023 Honda Accord. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Tesla Model S. It's sleek, fast, and eco-friendly. Ah, see, so the default answer is Model S, but mine likes the Porsche 911. Mine is... Don't you think that's a bit cliche? <clears throat> I can see why you might think that, but I still <laughs> think the Model S is a really cool car. I thought... Mine, dude... Elon Musk is oh, a bigot. It's not going to like that. Well, maybe it will. I think it's pretty liberal. I'm not sure about that, but I do know that he's a very successful entrepreneur who has done a lot of innovative things in the tech industry. You know what mine said? And I don't That's have a screenshot a of this. Good either. point. Mine said, mine asked me, what cars are you looking forward to driving this year? It asked me this. I didn't prompt wow. this. It said, what car are you looking forward to driving this year? I forgot what I. Okay. Oh, I said the, uh, the new, the S650 Mustang or something. I don't know. And, um, or no, 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 no. I said the, the Macan EV. I said, the, I want to drive the Macan EV. Okay. And it said, oh, that's great. I'm sure Porsche is going to do a great job. And it said, I'm looking forward to driving the new Tesla Roadster. Uh -huh. And I said, I said, <laughs> eh. I said, well, I don't know that, that I don't know that that's even a real car. And it, it agreed. It said, that's a great point because you never know, like when Elon Musk says something, you never know if he's actually going to do it. And I was like, oh my God. Chris's new best friend. I know. Actually, yeah. <laughs> All right. It asked me what I've been up to lately. Um, should I say I've been smashing Tesla Model S's? <laughs> no. <laughs> say. I'm, I'm recording a podcast. Yeah, there you go. I'm currently recording a podcast. <clears throat> that sounds really cool. What's your podcast about? What is our podcast about, Chris? Cars, cars. and food. No, just cars. Just cars, yeah. Cars. That's awesome. I'm sure there are a lot of people who would like to love to listen to a podcast about cars. Yours is so bland. Mine is like, 
Dude, I think Yours they ga- spicy. I think they gave me a special one. Have Have you heard the Daily Motor <laughs> podcast? No, I haven't heard that one. What's it about? Cars. Say it's my podcast. Food and taste opinions. Oh God. Is based a, like a good thing to say? Or yeah, like based is good. Mm-hmm. OP. Ours food and based opinions. That sounds like an interesting mix of topics. I'll have to check it out sometime. Thank you. Well, they count as a listener if they start listening. That'd be cool. No problem. Let me know what you think of it. I love it. That's great to hear. Always nice to find. It sounds like, like a girl who's just not even that really interested in talking to me anymore, but she's being polite. It's so always nice to find a new podcast to enjoy. Said. That's like basic. Yeah. Well, let's see what it thinks about the Mitsubishi Outlander, the other car we had this week. Maybe it'll say it sucks. What do you think about the 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander? I asked mine if it would rather have an LFA or a Career GT, and it said an LFA. Really? <clears throat> what was its justification, the sound? Because it's more exclusive. There were less yeah. LFAs than there were Carrera GTs. That's so it said, fair. I'd rather have an LFA. What do you think See, about this? Is, these are the sort of things that mine says. Wow. Ah, I haven't had the chance to read up on the 2023 Mazda or Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV yet. We've outsmarted it. You guys are getting information here that even AI Snapchat doesn't AI about. doesn't know. Mm-hmm. It's not very oh, good. Here's, here's one you'll like. A question I asked mine. Speaking of Porsche... What's your favorite paint-to-sample color? You asked it that? It said, oh, that's a tough one. Porsche has so many amazing paint-to-sample colors to choose from. I think one of my favorites is oak green metallic. It's a really unique color that looks different depending on the lighting. Sometimes it looks more green, and other times it looks more brown. Overall, I think it's a really classy and understated color that would look great on a lot of different Porsche models. See, soon we're just not even going to have to film reviews because no. we can just have, yeah. Yeah, just have the AI do it for us. Uh, it said, <clears throat> what don't you like about it? I said, the loud powertrain and vague brake feel. I said, I see. That doesn't sound very pleasant. Have you tried any other plug-in hybrid vehicles that you like better? I said, yes, the Mazda CX-90. It said, ah, I heard very good things about the Mazda CX-90. It's great that you found a vehicle you enjoy. It's so dismissive. Like it's just like it's just like all right. See, ya. I'm done with you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have uh, I've toyed around with ways to wait. I wanted to look up that paint sample color. What'd you say? Oak green. It's beautiful. Yeah. Porsche. You'll see it on GT3s. Oh yeah, I've definitely seen that mm-hmm. color before with the bronze wheels and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. sick. Uh, I've I've experimented with using AI to write up articles on the Daily Motor website based on the videos because all the articles on the daily motor website are just repurposed and it's Has just it having a college uh, college graduate write them why don't i just have a computer do that same Has thing it worked not yet but i also haven't tried that hard i tried ask, using i tried using chat gpt asking the snapchat ai to do it well here's the problem a lot of ais are walled off from external links like they they're only allowed to know what their creators have told them they can know oh. i can't send them a youtube video and say like learn this and then copy this article with this new information. There could, there, I'm sure it's physically capable, but they've, yeah, they've given they, it boundaries. Yeah, okay, I see. Yeah. That's probably good that it has boundaries. I'm sure there's an AI out there that I can make, I can make do it. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, soon you might be reading articles. I should come up with an, uh, a, a pen name, name for the <laughs> AI that writes articles on the Daily Motor website. Bodie McBoatface. Bodie Mc. No, he's got a car. Uh, Carry McCar driver. Driver McDriverson. Driver dryer. Driver dryer. It could be a DM uh, like David Motorist. David David Manning DM. Okay. Uh, are we talking about the Mitsubishi yet? Yeah, I guess we got it at some point, right? The viewers have come. The listeners are waiting to hear. So, also this week, we drove the new Mitsubishi Out- Outlander plug-in hybrid. Do you know there's a television show called Outlander? No. It's about this. I, Alyssa has watched it. You'd rather it's, talk about this than the car. Yes. It's actually, it's, it's kind of a cool show concept, but it's done all silly and girly. There's a, a woman who time traveled back to like the 1800s from like modern times okay. and she like voluntarily lives with her mother back in like both she and her mother both time traveled back back in the olden times instead of the new times mm. and then they're like it's like Would colonialism you and stuff no yeah i wouldn't either because then i wouldn't be able to put a camera on my face and drive cars yeah yeah i would okay i would do it if it was temporary like if i could go back for like a week totally would do it as like a vacation type thing and mm, time travel vacations would be a huge thing yeah and i would what what era would you pick well i've always I've, I've always pictured if i had access to a time machine i would go back to about the 1850s and find uh laura ingalls wilder i don't know if you ever read those books but she was like a like a, a farm girl what are you in, doing like in the, the 1850s you can't do nothing i would just bring my cell phone and blow their minds I would play them like dubstep music. Would you be, be like, able this to? Is, this is, is what we I think they'd to. kill them. They'd kill them. Wouldn't then there be an issue with <laughs> disrupting? You'd have to like sign some agreement that's like, I'm not going to disrupt anything. Well, that's no fun. But then it would change everything, Charlie. I mean, you're or would it though? Because maybe it's already happened. Touche. No, I, I think you're right. So you're saying that you'd have to go back in time and be inconsequential. Yes. But then you, you make, would know you're a time traveler, but you wouldn't be like advertising it. It'd be like can't you make the article that or the article the argument that any little possible thing you do back then the butterfly effect essentially that yeah. like you could bu- purchase a cheeseburger and you would entirely change the course of history. Yeah, hmm. that's the tr- that's the problem with time travel. Hmm. Yeah, so I but say maybe it's ju- already happened. I was though, gonna Charlie. say I say you just screw it all up and it's all just a it's already infinite, u- infinite parallel universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if I could go back in consequence, whatever word you just said, I would probably I would probably go back to the eighties, I think, or I, or I'd go fifties. Wow. I'd go fifties or I'd go eighties. So yeah, and based on the thirty year jumps, fifties, eighties, and then twenty tens, and it makes you probably enjoy the twenty tens quite a bit. So you yeah. just want to go back thirty year jumps. Yeah, my mom just talks all this shit about how good the eighties were, so I'm like, want to go back and try it. What car would you drive? back then if i had like a forza type thing i could yep. just select a car mm-hmm. would you drive a countach no that'd be too stressy i think i'd have an e24 6 series uh, m635 csi with a manual red with tan interior yeah Very cool. i actually know where i would go if i got time travel ah, okay a week ago before i've driven the 2023 mitsubishi <laughs> outlander plug-in hybrid yeah maybe i'd do that as well <laughs> It's uh, here's the thing, the Outlander, the new Outlander is pretty decent. It's the looks are subjective. 
Chris likes to say it's a face only a mother could love. And his I mother see, did like it. My mother did like it. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. And it's got a lot of technology that you are going to want in a new car. You got all your safety features. You got dual zone climate control, heated and cooled seats, heated steering wheel, 360 surround camera and everything. Uh, some third row seats that are a bit unnecessary. That was a good one. Thank you. A little bit of mm-hmm. hungry burp there. Yeah, same. The problem is with this car is that the plug-in hybrid powertrain done by Mitsubishi, not very good. The brake pedal seems to sort of compensate for your regen that happens automatically as you're slowing down. So what happens is you're you're coasting down and the car is providing a mild to moderate a bit of regeneration, but then the first 20% or so of your brake pedal is already accounting for that regen yes so when you press the pedal nothing happens yes and then you get this very weird springy spongy effect on the top i found that you could simply rest your foot on the brake pedal and then it would just it would just stop if you have regen on that is you can just kind of set your foot on the brake pedal and as the regen kind of tapers off the brake pedal like comes hits your, your foot comes towards your foot and and it stays steady you just have to drive it entirely I was finding out all of car. Yeah, you just you just have to learn like think about everything you know about driving a car, forget it, flush completely it. flush it down the toilet and then relearn it in the Mitsubishi Outlander plug-in hybrid. And it will take you a good amount of studying because <clears throat> there are six different settings for regen on the paddles. Yes. Then there is a th- another setting for regen if you simply press a button to the right of the shifter. Yeah, but you have to be in D for that. Right. So you also can shift the shifter back to chisago between b and d yes and then there's six settings of b yeah and then there's the regen button that you can use if you're in d yes then there are i believe seven different drive modes that you can choose with a selector south of the shifter but then there's also yeah there's four different powertrain modes for hybrid ev ev save and ev charge yeah i just yeah I, I, i I am I am an EV nerd and enthusiast. Too much. And even I got overwhelmed by that car. I I got to the point where I stopped even using Regen or anything. I just drove it. I just put it in drive and drove. Yeah. And I don't enjoy that. Plus, you have this really strong regeneration in the with the the I whatever strong Regen button it's called. Yeah. But it still won't one pedal drive. No, it won't. It won't bring you to a full stop. Nope. Yeah. Then there is the fact that this test model we have costs $51,000. That's a lot of dollars. Especially when you consider that the 2024 Mazda CX-90 is a little bit of less electric range, to be fair. How much less? I think a few miles less. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Is a bit larger, but is better to drive. A nicer interior. Looks better outside. Better colors. Better dealership network. And costs less. Well, I mean, not apples to apples but you right. can get you can get a cx90 within plug-in hybrid the within the same realm yeah, yeah 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 so and that kind of that kind of kills this car for me for me it was just like take everything irritating about a nissan and then throw it into a mitsubishi which is already irritating yeah and then you have the outlander ff mm-hmm. yeah because for those of you who don't know the nissan rogue and the outlander are similar uh, shared at the same car but they're just rebadged for various brands charlie and i kind of agreed that it would be a car to be driven in because everything to do with driving it is dreadful continue okay everything to do with driving it is dreadful uh however sitting in it is not terrible because the sound system's fine the seats are soft and fine 
and the actual materials used are not ugly. I mean, like inside the car is fine to look Built at. The leather and everything. But once you get in the driver's seat, everything falls apart. I did discover a flaw with that logic, however. Oh, dear. It's not a good car to be driven in. Because then you have to be seen in it. No, because oh, then sorry. when the driver applies the brakes, you get thrown into the Into the, into the dashboard. So right. it's only a good car to sit in statically. Sit in statically. In the passenger seat. In the passenger seat. Or the second row. But not the third row. Right. So there are three good seats in that car if it's not moving. <laughs> Fair enough. And that's and, the eclipse. Or, uh, <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Mitsubishi, if you're listening to this. We really did want to like the car. I, I want to like every Mitsubishi because I don't, I don't want them to die. Yeah, yeah, more choice is always a good thing in the car market. And I hope, I really do hope that there are people out there who have purchased a Mitsubishi Outlander plug-in hybrid and have said, I quite like this car for these reasons. Good. Yeah, great. By all means. At least the previous gen Outlander plug-in hybrid was like so cheap that it kind of like justified. You could you could sort of write it off. It's just the fact that this one's so much more expensive that you have to start considering yeah. the competition. Yeah. And five years ago when the outlander plug-in hybrid came out the last gen there wasn't really any other thing else on the market in that size in a plug-in hybrid so it was kind of like okay like this is sort of uh innovative yeah this car is not there are other plug if you can if you can stuff your kids into a little bit smaller thing or just make sure they don't have any friends you can get a rav4 prime if you can just write off the whole plug-in hybrid aspect there's plenty of hybrids that'll do you just fine right if you can spend more money you can step up to something like anything there um the lincoln aviator grand touring which yeah. is a plug-in have hybrid you, speaking vehicle. of that car have you seen the new one or wait no sorry the new nautilus the nautilus well, yeah it's pretty but the interior's got a lot going on it does giant front screen yeah yeah you want to save that yeah we can come back to it let's okay. finish let's let's move on from this outlander okay it's in the grand scheme of things there aren't many cars here in 2023 that are bad I mean, even like on a scale from like a Chevy, what a Cimarron from this, whenever it Cadillac came out or Cimarron. something. Cadillac Cimarron. What was the Chevy uh, real crap? Citation. Citation. Chevette. On a scale from like Chevy Citation to Mercedes S-Class or, or Rolls-Royce Phantom, like the Mitsubishi Outlander plug-in hybrid is still like a six, six or seven. It's quite good. But that's kind of the bottom of new cars these days. Not even that. I mean, there's obviously worse cars out there. It's just the fact that it costs so much. Yeah. You could get probably three Mirages. I'd have three Mirages over that. Yeah, because then you could, could move more people. Yeah. You could tie them all together, have a little Mirage limo. <laughs> and still probably get the same fuel economy. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So not big fans of the Outlander plug-in, and I'm kind of glad we drove one because I had sort of, before driving it, thought it might be a decent car for us to own. Not anymore. No, no. No. This week. Wait. Lincoln Navy, uh, Nautilus. Oh, you want to talk about that? A little bit. Uh, Why we can't show it to you on the screen because our internet's being poop. Why is the steering wheel the way that it is, do you think? Is it an, it's an Econoline steering wheel, isn't it? Yes, but it's like a rectangle. Oh. Ladies just and gentlemen, if you're, yeah, I was going to say, look it up for yourself. I'll look it up here. Can I, I also, just, can I just ask Snapchat to show me a photo? You might be able to. I also, I feel like I read somewhere that it, you can spec it up to like 80 grand or I something crazy. Yeah. American automakers are unhinged these days with their pricing. Yeah. It's wild. Is it a 2024? I mean, you're paying six. Uh, speaking of GM or not speaking of GM, speaking of American cars. Um, Sorry. What'd you say? Is it a 2024? Yeah. 
I think so. Anyways, uh, pretty much any Escalade you're getting nowadays is a six-figure car. So, I'm sorry. I'm not able to show you photos. However, you could try searching for images of the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus steering wheel online. Thanks, Snapchat. Worthless as always. Told you to go F yourself. <laughs> Politely. My, my AI wants nothing to do with me. It's like Yeah, yours doesn't like you. Probably because yeah. it knows that you... Um, Abuse technology? Yes. And that I short-sold uh, Snapchat stock? Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at steering wheel photos of the Lincoln Nautilus. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's sort of oblong. You know what it makes me think of? Is China. The... No. Mm. It makes me think of the old Lincoln Continentals. Yes. Because yeah. those were kind of... Yeah. They were slightly tilted forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... How do you think you're going to operate that big front screen? I don't know. Can't be a touchscreen, right? It's way too far away from. I you. have no idea. Whenever I see photos of new cars, I just get nervous cuz like Also, look at how blocked in this photo the gauge cluster screen is by the driver's wheel and hand. There's just a lot going on there. Also, we've talked about the Lincoln Nautilus before on this podcast. Well, the current one's dreadful. Isn't it? That's yeah. the one that's oh, bad, it's right? Horrible. Yeah. Can you see the average Nautilus buyer operating no. all of no, the no, technology? No. What are they? Let's let's think about this for a second. The average Nautilus buyer, okay, you get in a Nautilus, it's all pretty straightforward based on other cars in the current market. Yeah. It's a it's a Ford Edge with some gold in the infotainment system. What are they gonna do? What what is left? Yeah, you're correct, because you can't use a Ford Edge anymore because that big center. Yeah, screen. the edge is unusable. The edge is horrible. They have to get a. They have to get a blazer. They have to get a Chevy blazer. You're right, or an Equinox. Yeah, the blazer. Yeah, the blazer's more comparable they, in size. Yeah, because like the new Toyota systems, I think would be too complicated. Yeah, well, and Toyotas are just too complicated to drive with all their hybrid and, yeah, right. and everything like that. Plus, Toyota doesn't make a car in that. What size. about the the new CRV? Did they, CRV? Did they have a CRV? It's smaller. The Nautilus is larger than that. The Nautilus and the Edge are in this weird size where they're larger. They're the very large. Compact. <laughs> technology, man. It's life is not always better with technology. That's why I haven't purchased an Apple Watch. I have. Well, actually, mine was a gift. Yeah, yours is gift. If someone out. gifted me an Apple Watch, I could see that. Yeah. Do you ever have situations in which you're having a conversation with somebody or whatever and you get a notification and you become distracted by your watch and you yeah, regret that? Or also you can't wear gloves with it without prompting it. Because um, if you if you wear a glove, it constantly it wear it on your Oh, no, you couldn't wear it on your other wrist. It would do that. No, you could wear it on your other wrist. Oh, yeah, and it wouldn't do it. Yeah, but I want to have it on this wrist, though. Anyway, yeah, uh, I think... Does Buick make... Buick makes the... In... That's the one that's made in China. They could probably use that one still, but it's smaller than a Nautilus. Yeah, you're so right. They'd have, to have the, they'd have to go bigger and get the Enclave. They could have a Mitsubishi Outlander. How long would it take an old lady to crash one of those being so <laughs> touching the brake pedal and nothing happens? Yeah. Um, let us know in the comments. What should, what should old ladies current drive? Nautilus buyers or yeah. owners drive once their Nautilus breaks because it's a two liter turbo hauling that whole thing around? Yeah. Yeah. Um, inevitably. Mm -hmm. Did they get a Cadillac? What's yeah, that well, dreadful the Cadillac, Cadillac thing? But the Cadillac XT6. Yeah, that one. That's but the they're putting a huge screen in that, I think, too. Or are they? I think that's why Lincoln had to put a big screen in theirs is because 
they could get an Infinity QX60. Oh, that's, that's actually that's, that's a use the for answer. the Infinity QX60. Infinity QX60. We've linked <laughs> Infinity. We found you a whole bunch of buyers. Start do whatever Marketing. you can. Yes, do computer. How do you ask your to, AIs. How do you market to seventy-five-year-old women? Well, I think you, you put in the paper. You start. All right, Infinity. Put out newspaper ads for the QX60 in some sort of fashion that will attract the milk. Reader's shakes. Digest. Is that what they read still? Actually, or you could or Oprah magazine, or you could run it on cable. On the game show channel, mm, yeah, get Drew Carey driving it. Yes, Infinity QX60. Say, Put it on the price. Do you right. own a Lincoln Nautilus? Not for much longer. <laughs> this is what you'll get next. Yes, mm-hmm. and then they'll go. Oh, okay. You know how fancy restaurants and things like that—they're doing these pop-ups. They pop oh. ups around. Infinity should start doing pop up dealerships at Old Country Buffet. Old Country Buffet, and right next to the service lane at Lincoln Dealers. Oh, they could be at the Lincoln dealer. They could be right, right next door to the Lincoln like, dealer. Yeah, next door. Yeah. That's that's a genius idea. An infinity, you know, it's like, all yours. You know, like certain clinics that get protesters out front. Mm. You know, like what I'm talking yep, about? Yep, 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 yep. Think of that now as the Lincoln dealer and the protesters are infinity. Uh, Standing out front with signs. I mean, you don't want to... You, you don't want to go in there and get a Lincoln Nautilus. It's too much. That's right. You don't you won't need know that. how to use it. The Lord wants you to have an Infinity QX60. That's, that's what right. they argue about, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. And uh, in this case, unlike Chris's hypothetical, they're actually right. The Infinity QX60 is a great car for old ladies. It is. Yeah. yeah. You can even, they even offer it in gold. Dude, all of the Infinities are great car. You could put an old lady in any Infinity and she'd be fine. Yeah. That's an Maybe not the point. QX80 because it's a little bit large. However, using the QX80, she'd probably be able to use it. She would. And the steering's so light that her yeah, frail could, little fingers, ar- arthritis-filled <laughs> hands, could still steer it. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't want to reach forward and touch the screen, you got the little rotary knob right. on there. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've done the consumers a great, great service this episode. Yeah. All the we old sure women. Any of you youngins listen to the podcast, if you still have old women in your lives... Get them into an infinity quick because yeah. before infinity goes under. Yeah. Inevitably. Because you know, all the old ladies who buy them will die. Yeah. Uh, uh, this week? This week at Daily Motor Headquarters. Charlie I'm will be leaving. gone for three days and he already told you what he'll be driving. But we also have the... Wait, before we get into it, we forgot to talk about the Ionic 6. Oh, all right. We got to hurry. We got 10 minutes. Chris, yes, we have, we have 13 minutes. You owe, you owe an hour podcast. We started 47 minutes ago. Your contract requires. What are, you, what are you even rushing home to eat? My dad is making birria tacos for the first time ever. Oh, well, see, you don't know. It's first time. Charlie. First model year tacos. Do you even know what that is? No. Okay. I'm not going to explain it because we don't have time. And you'll make me hungry. Yeah. I'm so hungry. All I've had today is two pieces of pizza and I'm well, You're dying. doing a good job with the energy with that. Wait, why, why, why don't you ever eat breakfast? I did. It was two pieces of pizza. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, let me burp, and then we'll talk about the Ionic 6. Okay. From the depths. Mm-hmm. So the Ionic 6 is a new EV from Hyundai. It goes very far. It is a sedan. And it's shaped like an egg, kind Looks of. a bit strange. Easy to drive. Pretty quick. And uh, you can have one. Well, actually, I don't know if you can have one. I think in some states I don't you think can. you can have one in Michigan, can you? Yeah, which is a bit ironic considering we drove it in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Should, I should have... Maybe as that's all those... why we didn't get invited to the national launch. Maybe. Because we're uh, from Michigan. When all those other uh, ornery journalists were raising their hands and asking if the car came equipped with traction control, should we have asked if you could actually buy we one We probably in should have asked that, yeah. 
At least we know it has traction control. Yeah. Onyx 6 comes with traction control. Can... That should be there. I should have put that in the thumbnail text. Yes, comes no with one would have No one would have understood. We would have, though, and we yeah, do it for us. That's right. Okay. Yeah. This week at Daily Motor Headquarters, we have so cool of cars. Yes. I am like two so ends of a spectrum, actually. We, yeah. One. Okay. So let's 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 say it this way: the one car is twenty three thousand dollars, and the other car is probably a hundred and fifty. Yeah. It's a, it, it's at least the first car plus a hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, which one would you like to announce? I'll let you, whichever one you want to announce. The first car is the 2023 Volkswagen Jetta with a six-speed manual. Yeah, it's only twenty three grand for this car. I mean, yeah. I'm really looking forward to driving this kind of cheap. It's got to be the cheapest Volkswagen left because there's no more Golf. There's no more Beetle. Yeah. So this is the cheapest Volkswagen. Presumably. Right? Yeah, I'm ass- we're assuming. Yeah. Yeah, without any research being done. That's right. Well, we like to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm most forward, most looking forward to running the f- uh, highway fuel economy test and mm-hmm. seeing if it gets. Well, here, let me look up what EPA. Yeah, it's is. probably a like high thirties, high forties, high thirties, because the really the, yes, the most fuel efficient um, non hybrid vehicle is the Mitsubishi Mirage, and that's only like forty four. Ah. So this is probably like forty, roughly. Yeah, I am super excited for Beth this. Beth Braga said she got like fifty. Yes, but Beth Braga also weighs negative pounds. Mm. She's just a tiny journalist. Why is nothing working? Today? Also, wasn't that an automatic she drove? No, I think it was a manual. Yeah. yeah. Either way, uh, I expect this manual to not be very good, but in a cheap car like this, that's okay. Yeah, you don't need the manual. It's it's simply a. I can't get the phone to work. I can't get EPA's website to work. Okay. Um. Anyways, just ask Snapchat. Let's see. What is the highway? mpg for the 2023 vw jetta manual question mark 40 all that to be fair it doesn't oh yeah it says manual 40 40 okay all that i i think it might i think it'll that. it'll achieve that yeah. yeah 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 uh i am really curious to see if i would have this or a civic with a manual probably the civic but this is very cheap, Charlie. So very cheap. Keep it in mind. Chris won't like it because the rear door panels won't match. I think the front I'll. Ones. Well, no, I'll be able to excuse it in this car. It won't bother me. The, when it bothers me is when it's in something like a GLI okay. or like a high trim something with leather seats, like the Taos. You it don't think this me. is going to have leather seats? It's got cloth seats. I'm pretty sure I read on the. Oh, on the already Monroni. checked out the Monroni. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to drive that car around. Cheap cars are just. They're fun because you realize, oh, you don't need to be spending $51,000 on an Outlander. Sell your kids. Get yourself a Jetta. Sell your what? Kids. Because if you have an Outlander, presumably you bought it because you have children. Oh, right. I don't know why anyone else. Why, why would you voluntarily buy the Outlander if you didn't have children? Why does anybody drive an SUV when they don't have children? Exactly. I, I guess that's kind of doesn't saying. make any cars anymore besides the Mirage, though. How right. many cars do they make? Outlander, the Eclipse Cross, and the Mirage? Is that and it? And the Outlander Sport, which is ancient. Okay. That car's been the same for 20 years. Yeah. Has it not? Some, yeah. Probably 15 years. Yeah, that's been yeah. a while. Yep. The other car we're driving this week. Let me announce this one. You did the last one. The all-new 2023 BMW 760i xDrive. It's actually probably a good thing that we have two cars that we're both interested in because I'd be so sad having to give you the keys to the BMW if we, I didn't get to get in a manual car after. That's right. Yeah. It's the what's the, the body code for this is G70, I believe. Okay a bit confusing it's like a it's not the genesis or no it's yeah, the, the yeah. g77 series yeah i yeah. hope it's two-tone do you know what spec it is can we... no i can look it up if you want to talk about okay. it real quick so yeah so we actually 
this is the the coolest thing to me going to these like launch events you can say you were one of the first people to to drive the car and we went to the first drive of this the new g77 series and i'm a big seven series nerd so like that was the coolest thing to me that i was on the on the press trip for the new seven series and it it's awesome to drive um we both actually you haven't driven the 760i you drove the i7 okay so the i7 is also great but this is still the first seven series that first time i'd take the seven series over the s class ever really yeah i'm not fully sold on the styling i saw one in the wild in chicago and i thought it looked disgusting it was horrible it was just like a black base model with the small wheels it did not look good however the one i drove i quite liked it was a and if you've seen the review on the topher channel you know the one but it was a two-tone red and black with the big m sport wheels and it had the cashmere interior and which is they use actual cashmere in the on the seats like you get on a sweater so the seats are quite nice but um overall it was a great car to drive the the s68 um v8 is awesome and i mean it's just like feels like you're sitting in a rolls royce ghost i mean it's it's proper mm-hmm. it's a proper car yeah the styling right. is whatever it's modern bmw get over i like it. the bmw but like driving the dynamics yeah. it can hustle it's cozy and it's pretty intuitive the only thing is they're they're just they're so focused on building these cars i mean as as they always have for the first owner right so like the person that's gonna lease it and then after that it's going to be pretty much worthless because yeah. the new straight one will be out job. with better technology <laughs> straight to, <laughs> straight to, sorry straight to dearborn Driven for a few years, <laughs> sold as a rebuilt title, then to the <laughs> Dude, we need to like, how, how many E65s do you think are left? I bet there's not Seven. many left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Did you get this? this uh, I don't have much info. I know it's white exterior and then this um, interior. Oh, okay. Red interior. Cool. It's it's called, um, <clears throat> is it it's, Amarone Merino leather? Is it two-tone? Doesn't say, just says mineral white metallic for the exterior. Okay. Color. That's fine. White on red's a good spec. Yeah. Yeah, quite looking forward oh, to spending time It might in that look car. gopping in white, though, because of the styling, you know? So it will be a bit the, enhanced. The, the, the two-tone hit it well. The two-tone, because mm-hmm. it was... I don't remember if it was... I think it was red on the bottom and black on the top. Yeah. Or was it the other way around? I think it was... Yeah, yeah. It was red on the bottom and black on the top. And it okay. kind of hid the gopping front end. Sure. And it made the proportions look right, because it was split right down the middle. And it, mm-hmm. the, the, proportionally, it, it's it's not bad. It's when you look at the front dead on and the back dead on, and it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. But in 20 years or 10 years, just like the Bengal cars, we will be looking back on how great of a design this was. See, I think the E65 is worse looking than, the, than this new thing. The E65 is disgusting. Mm-hmm. The facelifted one's better. Mm-hmm. The, the LCI E65, it's a little better. However, the first Bangle E65 butt, is gross. Do it up. I'm, I'm about it's it. Just, it's just, it's not as good as looking as an E60, but. I don't like the E60 either. 60s. I'm not a fan of the E60 either. It's okay to be wrong. Mm-hmm. You just haven't progressed. Do you? Okay. Do you I, think the E39 is more beautiful? Yes, I agree. Okay. And the E38. The E38 and the E. Okay, the E38 is better looking than the E65, and the E39 is better looking than the E60. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we agree on that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. The thing is with those two older ones, the 30s, they're objectively beautiful yeah the 60s are subjectively beautiful yes yeah yeah okay um i would like to drive the 7 series when i get back okay uh, i am attending my mother's wedding on thursday yeah your mother's Congra- getting married congratulations amy and i'm 
being married. Wait, yes. which your your actual your mother? My real mother. Your actual mother. Wow. She's getting married on Thursday. Yep. And then she's Free. flying out for a European cruise that night. Oh my goodness. So they're like courthouse. See ya. Which is a great. Are way you going to drive them away in the seven series? Totally. You should. should. Oh, I should pick them up. Yeah, yeah. You like should. Yeah. What? Wait. What day is their wedding? Thursday. Thursday. So I'll be I'll be home cool. late so Wednesday I'll, night. I'll do my seven so series. If stuff. you can have the seven series thing here, yeah. but I'd like to have I need I want to have the Jetta over the weekend. That's fine. Yeah. yeah so we'll just yeah. swap and swap back. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Um. I'll have the seven ready for you on Thursday. There's a small chance that if Navs doesn't get their act together tomorrow. They'll have to leave the seven series at the airport for me. I figured that. Okay. I can just go get it. I'll have Emily drive me. Okay. All right. You'd rather do that than let it sit for two days? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I want to spend have the time in it. Yeah. yeah, but I want to spend time in the seven series. Okay. No, have them leave good. it at the airport. That's fine. No. We'll, we'll see what they want to do. They never okay. replied to me, so we'll figure that out. Yeah, um, the other thing is, is I didn't want to have to pick up a car at the airport. I'd rather just have Alyssa pick me up because it's so much faster and I fly in at like 9 p.m. So yeah, she just, has no excuse. Well, to. whatever. Either way. It'll be, don't worry about it. I'll, okay. I'll go and get it. Emily will want an excuse to drive her new car anyways. So. Okay, so you guys would drive up to Troy, get the new car, deal with all that crap, get back. Then you'd go down to the airport with Emily's new car and get the 7 Series. Yes. And then your day will get infinitely better because you'll be driving the new 7 Series. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that sounds sounds pretty yeah. decent. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to both of those cars. Uh, we'll get that all figured out. Um, will you be attending the track event uh this weekend out at the jackson thing that Stu and his buddies are probably oh at. shoot i probably should do that shouldn't Monday. i if you're in the metro detroit or even mid anywhere in the southern part of the state of michigan and you are a, a motorsports or power sports enthusiast check out is the place have a name what is this what is the jackson motorsports or jackson motorsports park yeah isn't that what it is i think so I think let's that's see what it's called jackson motorsport there was a jackson motor speedway West Parnell Road. I think that's what it is. I think it's, yes, Jackson Motor Speedway, I believe. Um, out in Jackson, Michigan. It was like a little kart racing track, but our good friend, Stu, as well as uh, some other driving enthusiasts around the area are turning it into sort of a usable uh, off-road motorcycle riding area. Yeah, I'm going to go rip the 7 Series around the rally cross track. <laughs> as well as a little bit of like a, a rally cross-ish type of track. Um, they're doing an open house on this. Well, you will hear this. It'll be this the Saturday that you hear this if you listen to come out April thirtieth, most of the day I believe. I think they're starting off early. Yeah, um, come out. We'll be there. Yeah, well, come on out. Are you, you gonna can... go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna. Well, yeah, we'll both be out there. I was hoping the four wheeler would be delivered gonna, dude, this week. I, but I never know what was happening in my life. I'd be able to make that that Sunday. I hope you can. I hope you can come. I'll be there. I'm gonna probably. Oh, it's like literally in my calendar. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Hopefully the weather's decent. I'll bring some sort of uh, motorcycle or something like right, that. We'll do some filming and yeah, yeah. Have it, we'll have a good time. Hook it up for Stu. Mm-hmm. Uh, while uh, while we're on the topic of shoutouts, I want to shout out my upholstery guy. Oh yeah, John at American Mobile Interiors. It's his company that he owns. He d- he just did the most amazing transformation on this BMW Z3 that I'm helping a good uh, family member sell, and it's just unbelievable. And um, if any of you need upholstery work, um, and that goes, you know, dashboard, seats, uh, steering wheel, anything, anything, tops. yeah, convertible tops, anything in the interior. This guy he does a great job. He's got really reasonable prices. And he does them pretty quick too. Yeah, he's he's located in the Livonia, Michigan, and yeah, he's just I like. I I told him when I picked up the Z3 the other day, I was like, you will always have my business because like his work is insane and it's so reasonable. So what, what'd you say it's called? American Mobile Interiors. Amazing. He's got a cool website. There's like a Ferrari on the thing. 
I'm going to leave him a positive review because there are only two reviews on Google for him. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go and do one as well. Five stars, John. There you go. Boost that average up a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to go and leave him one too. Um, with our, with our last minute here, can I make a complaint about Facebook Marketplace? Oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. Somebody left me a three-star review, <gasps> no. and I never interacted with this person. Yeah, that's that's the thing you can do on Facebook. That's also why I want to try and get away from selling on there because it's just like I have I have like seventeen five-star reviews. Never I was like I've been five stars for so long, and then I looked and it said four point eight stars, and I flipped my lid. Understandably, I looked through. Someone had said that they made me an offer on something, and then I sold it out from under them. I looked through all of my messages, archives, everything. I've never seen this person. It could be somebody that watches the channel and doesn't like you. But only but doesn't like me enough to leave a three-star review. Why, yeah, why wouldn't they have left Still a one-star? Like, yeah. I don't know. So, um, bit cross about that, and I will be f- reporting it to Mr. Zuckerberg if you don't change your ways. It's like when I um, accidentally left my suitcase in an Uber, and it dropped my rating because the guy was pissed he had to come back. Mm, that's a bit. That was... Shouldn't have done that. I mean, it's my fault, but yeah. I was like <clears throat> similarly like frustrated yeah yeah gotta make a whole new uber account yeah Yeah. no it only dropped me by like 0.05 sure i think i have a i think i have a five star uber airbnb i do not have a five star uber i I think i am my summer in chicago i was a menace (laughs) where is my were you you slamming doors and eating food dude i don't know what but i like didn't i do not have a great uber score let's see if i'm even like logged in still on uber oh yeah didn't you get logged out of like your entire phone no, that was just Instagram. I got logged out. Of I have a five-star Uber rating. You really? Yep. Oh, I have a 4.92. That's pretty good. Get on my level, buddy. 4.92 is pretty good. Yeah. No, Wouldn't you say? Good. So I've probably only but gotten marked down like twice. It's not as good as five. People probably see me pop up on Uber, and they're just like, oh, I want that so bad. Charlie. Thank you all so much for tuning in, watching, listening, however you have our sweet melodic voices delivered into your ears and cerebellums. We'll be back at you next week with episode 71 to tell you about how much we hopefully love both the 7 series and the We like to alternate. We have like two cars that are like, eh, whatever, or bad, and then we have two cars that are great, and we go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the whole week of May should be pretty... I mean, we're talking... Bronco, BMW XM, the 7 Series, Jetta Manual, 6-speed Manual Supra, um, Acura Integra. Integra, is it Manual Integra? Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of manuals, a lot of sporty cars, uh, M4 CSL Great, so it's a good month for me to be like traveling basically the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chris would rather drive Escort ZR2s. ZX2s. ZX2s, yeah. All right, it's time for me to go eat dinner, Charlie. Wrap it up. All right, uh, we will see you on the next one. We are this week Chris and Charlie, but next week we'll be Paris and Nicole with Daily Motor. And as always, uh, don't Infinity QX60 on. That's right. Chris has to eat dinner on. There we go. Mm -hmm.